Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast is Mike Machuga. Mike has two PBA titles. He bowled collegiately at Nebraska. And Mike was recently named as a director of bowling and head coach for the Mercyhurst University women's bowling team. Mike, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, it's good to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, Mike, you recently became the head bowling coach and director of bowling for Mercyhurst University for the women's team. So let's talk about that decision for you because you got a, you got a lot on your plate already, and now we're just uh, we're adding another plate to what you're already up to. Yeah, you know, uh, I was I was approached about it um, while I was getting ready to go out for a tour swing, and I was kind of like, you know, guys. I got a lot going on right now. I don't, I don't know. Well, we need a, re, really need a decision. And I said, well, then uh, I'm not going to let an opportunity like this slip. So I went ahead with, uh, with uh, accepting, and, uh, yeah, we're off and running. Um, recruiting this time is, uh, is, is uh, it's almost late in the year, so it's been a challenge. But uh, hopefully we, uh, we can get a, a decent team fielded for next season. If not, we're going to be ready for 2020. Did this come about? Is this kind of a dream of yours, uh, having been, uh, you know, c- competing in college at uh, uh, University of Nebraska? We bowled together in college at the same time. I was bowled for a, a different school, but uh, I know we both had pretty good experiences in college bowling. Is that, is that something that's kind of been brewing for a while, like a dream you've had? Or? Yeah, you know, while I was touring, I got to uh, travel around the world a little bit with with uh, Brian Voss and Norm Duke, and and. Uh, and did some coaching with them and kind of learned how to coach, you know, through them and doing big clinics and stuff. And, um, you know, you could probably tell from our, from our physical games, our fundamentals that we're all kind of in that same school of, of teaching, uh, with fundamentals first. And, um, and, uh, so yeah, you know, that kind of experience and then always just, that kind of developed into always wanting a program to start from the ground up to kind of do things my way. Um, and uh, not have to deal with any residuals, so to speak. So, you know, this was just a great opportunity that uh, my hometown, you know, a good school here, starts up a good program, and, and uh, yeah, I got, I got my foot in the door to do it. So you mentioned recruiting. How has that been going for you, and what have been some of the, the biggest uh, eye-openers that you've seen when you've been out there trying to recruit players? Well, I don't know, you know, what I can really say to that under the rules, but... Um, you know, realizing how many opportunities there are for high school uh, bowlers, mainly the mainly the girls, uh, to get scholarships to bowl in college uh, and big ones at that. There are uh, there are a lot of pro- programs out there that um, you know they give a, they give away a lot, and uh, that's 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 a bit of a challenge for me. I don't know if our private little school here in Erie, Pennsylvania, is going to be able to come up with that kind of money, but. Uh, I think I'm a pretty good instructor, so if I if I can build a team with some with some passionate girls, uh, I think we can go places. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Let's let's talk a little bit more about that with the uh, with the coaching. And you hit on that a little bit with Brian Voss and Norm Duke, and you talked about the the importance of the fundamentals. What what do you what do you when you you bring someone in that's let's say they have a 
you know, a 200 or a 210 or so average. And what does that look like for you when you're, you're looking at their game and you're trying to, you know, instill some, uh, you know, some of the fundamentals that, that, that you guys have in your game at the, at the highest, most elite level? What, do, what does that look like for you when you, you bring in a, a player and you're talking to them for the first time? Um, you know, at that level, when you're getting them around a 200 average already, uh, they kind of have an idea how to, how to get the ball spinning down there and, and hitting the one closest to them. So always have to take into consideration what their natural movements are, what kind of, um, what kind of habits have they created that are just kind of them as a person. Um, and then focus on, on making everything a little bit better. Uh, a little better balance, a little better foundation, a little bit better timing, maybe making some minor changes to create, you know, bigger windows, I like to say. Um, but uh, I think everybody can always make their fundamentals better. Um, if you take the greats, you know, back as far as the Carters and, and Dick Weber and, uh, you know, even even Earl on the left side that all, they all kind of did it the same way. If you, if you take all their, their timing spots um, and broke them down, they all kind of looked the same uh, while their limbs might be slightly going different directions as they're releasing it. The fundamentals of where the swing is in relation to the feet is, is just about the same. And I'm a big believer in that kind of timing. Um, even Walter Ray has it, um, you know, Marshall Holman, um, it just you can go back as far as you want to, or even go forward. You know, somebody like Tommy Jones has the same kind of timing as a as a Don Carter through my eyes, and yet they're multiple generations and styles apart. And Norm Duke, I mean, his name has been in the limelight a lot lately. Uh, you know, just winning two titles back to back on the PBA tour against the you know the younger, you know, uh, more agile with super high rev rates. You know, whether they're two handers or not. But what were your thoughts on Norm? Uh, winning back to back on on tour recently. Oh, oh, I absolutely loved it, and uh, you know he had a pretty decent week at the World Championship. He was a threat in there for quite some time, and uh, yes, he was. Um, I, I thought I actually kind of predicted him on a couple shows because he's so good in that day. Um, but uh, anywho, yeah, I mean uh, he is evidence of you know get things in the right spot fundamentally uh, to do things efficiently. You know, you can do it later in your into your body's life of course the mind is always getting stronger yeah speaking of the mind let's head there how are you able to or once you get coaching where does mental game fit in for you as far as coaching and what are some of your pillars regarding uh, someone's mental game uh that's a that's a case-by-case basis i don't think there's any general way of of uh of teaching a mental game uh, everybody's going to be a little bit different especially in their in their personal battles but um I think I'm going to rely a little bit on uh, my brother-in-law, Mike Shady. Uh, he's got uh, a really awesome program with peak performance, and uh, I think he's going to be willing to help out a little bit. So um, I might have to take him on as some kind of assistant, you know, so to speak, NCAA rules would probably require me to do that. But uh, anywho, uh, yeah, I'll kind, of, I'll kind of utilize Shades a little bit. Yeah, you, there, there's, there's no doubt. I mean, he had, what, 20 years in a row shooting 1,900 or – or so at the open championships and he's in the USBC hall of fame and to have a, you know, a resource like that, uh, right there at your fingertips, a family member. I mean, how, how cool is that? Yeah, absolutely. He's, his run at the national tournament is incredible. It's well, that solid on, on, you know, most of the time, pretty tough conditions. 
Um, and consistently that, that good is, is he's just so solid, so solid and tough mentally. Nothing mother, nothing mothers. So what are some, um, you mentioned some of the things you got going there. What are some of your, what are some of your short-term goals for the team? And, the, and then even if you want to get in, into maybe any long-term goals or anything that you guys are working towards. Well, short term, uh, let's get six girls on the approach. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to get too far ahead of that right now. Um, but uh, I believe that uh, if we get a couple, a couple uh, good players and then uh, some other girls that want to be good players, I think we can be a threat in the conference fairly quickly. So, I, I, you know, a reasonable goal for me, uh, I think right now, 2021, to, to be a, uh, a top-notch contender in the, in the conference. Let's talk uh, talk just a little bit here about your bowling now as well too. I, in scrolling through, I know some of your uh, proudest moments that you've had in your career have have come about at the USBC Masters and some of the matches, and you've been a tough competitor in that event every year you've competed. What what's your goal, and how are you preparing for the uh, USBC Masters, which is coming up here? Um. Well, you know, I haven't really quit bowling. You know, I. I, I was out on that three week swing on tour and, uh, and did pretty well. I knew it was time for a break. Um, mainly from tour, tour bowling is, is difficult. It is, it is a different animal self. It is bowling that many days in a row. You don't really, you know, you don't have the opportunity to take a break until you fail. So, um, it, it's different than bowling a weekend warrior tournament when you bowl two days and you quit. You don't have to bowl for another five days. Uh, so that, that was wearing for not doing it for five years. Um, to compete at that level three straight weeks, it was time for a break. The wrist wasn't too bad, but I could tell it was it was time. And uh, uh, as of now, uh, my spare game needs a little bit of work. So hopefully uh, tonight after my lesson, I can get a little spare game uh, practice session in before league and get things straightened out. It usually doesn't take me too long to kind of get things in the right place. Uh, I think as we get older, we get more efficient with our practice, whether we can physically do it as much as we used to or not, uh, you're still doing it more efficiently. And, um, yeah, the masters, uh, you know, it's kind of funny early in my career. I wasn't a big fan of the tournament. Um, and the more it got into my career, my grandfather always loved it. It was, it was his favorite. And I started to like it better because I realized that it was a format that benefited me. It, it played to my strengths. Um, uh, you know, it's a big cut to 63, um, so you don't have to, you don't have to be competing with the top 10 in the field all the time. Just got to get to that top 63. And then you get a chance to get on a pair of lanes against one guy and you bowl three games. So what you do to those lanes, it's right in front of you. There's no guesswork. Well, I shouldn't say there's none. Bowling is always guessing, but you're not moving pair to pair randomly, not knowing who you're following, trying to figure out a pair with no practice on it. You get to throw every, you know, every other shot in the lane. So you know how to break them down. And I think, uh, I think that kind of plays to me a lot better. Um, so it's always played well that way. And, and, uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty good match play. So it's kind of still kind of frustrating. I've never made a show in a ma- uh, major championship. Uh, I got a couple six in there at the masters, but, uh, never made a show. So I want to get to TV. Dang it. Well, hope, hopefully we will see you at uh, USBC Masters coming up at the Gold Coast. I know you will be there. Steve will be there as well. So best of luck, Mike Matuga. Best of luck with what you got going on there with your new uh, collegiate endeavors. Sounds like it's a challenge, but it sounds like something you, you've never been one to shy away from a challenge or, uh, or giving back to our sport of bowling. So thank you for all of that, and, and we'll catch up with you again down the road, okay? 
All right, guys. Thank you very much.